for a saloon was established at Brown's Hole, Wyoming. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not okay, Wyoming. <laughs> Not okay. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike across Wikipedia like a bunch of fact hoppers, uh, just looking for random facts that, well, random maybe facts that may or may not be true. I am your gold medal, Kyle, and with me as always are my, uh, oh, with me as always are my publicity, or my endorsements, uh, my Wheaties <laughs> endorsements. Sky. Tim, just do it. Wow, you nice wimp. job, Tim. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Just on the bottom of the box. <laughs> you win. Asterisk, you win. <laughs> I don't think those ones are going to sell you guys. We may have to take that back. Uh, so uh, tonight, these guys are going to run from one page on Wikipedia to another using only the links that they find on the page itself. And because it's the Olympics... We have a special. We have a special page tonight. A special run just for the Olympics that I feel like I would do decently at. So I have not been able to watch any of the Olympics mm. because you apparently need cable. Yeah, which is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Do you, you don't. You don't get main channels. I get main channels. Well, NBC shows the Olympics. Yeah, but, but they don't show like the good stuff. Ooh. True. They, well. You can't you that's, can't like stream anything online. That's a subjective opinion. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, unless you like swimming or gymnastics, then yeah, there isn't a whole lot more. Golf? They're showing golf. Yeah, they showed the golf, golf all, all No, 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 uh, it's on NBC. It was really? on NBC. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah, I watched some of it today and my brother-in-law was like, "Oh man, you probably know a lot about this course." I'm like, uh, "Yeah. Yeah. I I, I kind of do." It's <laughs> This was this was a terrible this was a train wreck. You don't want to know anything. <laughs> like uh, everything else in this Olympics. Yeah. When they hey, when they just ahead. started, uh they had the cycling the road course. Mm. Yeah. And I kind of felt bad for a lot of the people in it because a lot of them crashed because there was Ooh. a big like downhill section and it was oh, kind of no. twisty and turny and they were kind of worried about that. And then so you have people in the lead just kind of bailing and that has to like really really be bad like yeah that probably you train all this for the olympics only comes every four years and you basically bail on like a jackass style (laughs) downhill course right well tim you actually led perfectly into my opening game for you guys tonight oh are we starting on jackass yeah no (laughs) uh well i'll start off by giving you the pages that we're going to go from uh we're going to start from the page for nap just n-a-p Okay, because that's a, that's an entire page on its own, and it's fascinating. Oh uh, and we're gonna go from nap to dodgeball. Sweet, I like the, I, know, I like these Olympics. Uh, yeah, this is the Olympics that I would like to see. Uh, so anyway, I uh, rigorously, rigorously, uh, you know, uh, researched this by looking at two mental floss articles. But I have one game for you guys to start us start off tonight about. Olympic sports that aren't quite or were once and are no longer Olympic sports. So there have been many, many different events in the Olympics over the over the years. To some extent or others, uh, some of them are no longer in the games because, well, bad things happened when they tried to organize them. <laughs> hmm. 
uh, and, and some of them are just badly put together. Uh, but yeah, I, I like reading on some of the history of the Olympics. Some of those early games uh, back in, you know, right around 1900, not great. People, <laughs> people got hurt. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So um, we're going to do a quick round just going back and forth. I'm going to give uh, each of you a uh, a name or a name of an event. Sweet. And you get and you guys get to tell me whether this is a uh, well. Actually, I, I can I can further break this down. Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna have you tell me whether or not this is a game that has been once in the Olympics and is no longer, or is a game that is trying to become part of the Olympics in 2020. Oh dang. Okay. Mm, okay. Let's see. I'm going to flip. A, well, I have a key on hand, so I'm going to flip a key. Flip a key. Tim, you were heads, and, well, I guess this is heads. <laughs> Sky, <laughs> your tails, hang on. This, this feels very vague. I'm not sure if this is <laughs> Jakey to the official. left. Jakey That's to the exactly right. what I was doing, Sky. <laughs> so, uh, so Sky, you, you win this one. Uh, you get to start us off. You win the I, key flip, Scott. The key flip. Yeah. I don't keep change around my desk. I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, so, Sky, tell me about. Uh, let's see. Um, let's start off with cricket. Cricket. Yes. Uh, trying to be. Uh, it was and is no Ooh, longer. Wow. Okay. I know. All right, Tim. Uh, what about tug of war? Uh, that was. It was. Good job. Um, Sky, what about surfing? Uh, it is trying to be. I thought it actually got in this year. Uh, no, it's it not in this year. Okay. Correct. It didn't make it, but uh, yeah, you're right. They're trying, so it's one-to-one -one currently. Cool. Uh, Tim, how about roller derby? Oh, I wanted it to be in the Olympics so bad. Uh, I'm going to say it was. It was not. No. I know. When mm. I read that, it's I thought... It's trying to be? It's trying to be. Uh, specifically, specifically, the uh, entry is for roller events, but it includes roller derby. Roller uh, events. Yeah, I know. But I, I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, that sounds like something that I absolutely would have believed was a, a thing at one point. Sky, sculpture. Sculpture? Sculpture. Sculpture. Correct. Like, like an erasing form? No, uh... like sculptures. Man, I'll say that it was. It was. Okay. There, there was uh, in the first few Olympics, there were uh, <laughs> four different events that were architect. Well, for the arts, basically. Are it these was, modern, like a modern yes, Olympics? Yes, the first couple Weird. modern Olympics. Wow. Uh, 1900, I think it was 19 through 1912. I think it actually went through like 1940 or so. But uh, sculpture, literature... Painting what? And, and architecture. Does somebody is this like a, a book writing jam? Like you had to write a book in like a day or something? Mm -hmm. Yes, actually. Really? <laughs> no. I, I think could, it was within the last year. Wow. I think that's what it was. I okay, so it's just like Pulitzer Prize sort of deals. I could see yeah. sculpture, but not the other ones. Sculpture is uh, just chisel these abs. <laughs> Tim. How about chess? Chess is trying to be. You are correct. Yes. I think that still just makes it one to two, unless I'm keeping tabs I, wrong. I, I got Sky two. Got two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Two, two, two to two. Two to two. Got it. Uh, Sky, running deer shooting. Running deer shooting? Correct. 
Man, I know there's like the one where you're like you ski and stuff. Uh, <laughs> shoot stuff. Yeah, no, how what exactly does this mean? Like is the deer running or is the person running? Running deer so, shooting. Uh, I can describe the event for you uh, regardless of which answer it is uh, because I it, it describes it. Uh, the event is just a deer-shaped target that's sh- that's like run between a couple wires, and you shoot so at it. It's moving. Yes, it's a moving deer target. Oh man! Yeah. Why does uh, it have to be a deer? I've seen this on ESPN. I'm going to say that it's trying to be. It was in the earliest oh, couple Olympics. Dang. Okay. I think uh, the guy who won it last before it was removed from the Olympics was in his 70s. Wow. That's yeah. badass. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, flying disc. Like Frisbee? They can't say that, so flying disc. <laughs> um, that is trying to be. Correct. Oh, nice. Two, ultimate, three. ultimate flying disc. <laughs> ultimate flying disc. Sky, mixed pistol. Mixed pistol? Mixed pistol. Dang. So so basically you're you're trying to create drinks with pistols. <laughs> uh I'm gonna say that it it was? It was. Okay. Three was all. this dueling? Uh no, although <laughs> dueling was an event and I almost included it. Oh wow. That one's a pretty obvious one though. It's like <laughs> are people so, are so, people advocating for dueling right now, guys? So mixed pistols was just like I guess shooting uh, at targets with different types of pistols, just a exactly big so. pile of pistols in the middle <laughs> yeah, no. of the uh, of the firing range. Every just run, everyone just runs in at once at the at the bell. <laughs> like Hunger Games. Yeah, no, like uh, you, it's a couple different uh, a couple different targets with a few different kinds of pistol. Hmm. Tim, uh, climbing, just climbing. Uh, I know that's trying to be. Oh wow! Well, mm-hmm. on the basis of actually knowing it, you're right. Thank you. <laughs> Sky, you got to get this one to tie it up. Oh, man. Motorboating. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to say that it was. It was. You oh. tied it. Wow. Oh. Well done. Oh, man. This is the best race, you guys. I past history knowledge because, like, when were we talking <laughs> about that, that, like, Detroit motorboat That is specifically race? why I put it in. I was like... <laughs> I was shocked that there was motorboat racing like that far back. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, yes. So that's, I was like, man, if they were doing it, they probably thought it was like cool and unique. <laughs> it was the thing. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, back then. Yeah, I know. All right, Tim, congratulations. Thank you. Your gold, your gold medal is that you get to start at a nap. So there's a picture on this nap page and I, that guy does not look like his eyes are closed. It says <laughs> that there, he is hammock napping on a patio in Costa Zoom Rica. In. But man, enhance. 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 Yeah, enhance. Actually you know it. what, though? I can see the whites of his eyes. What? Before I zoomed in on this, I assumed that the patio is very shiny, very shiny tiles. Oh, my God. For gosh. some reason, I first saw it as like water. Like he was nailing in a hammock above water. Above water. And those trees are like in the water. Yes. That'd be cool. That would actually be I thought really... it'd be like a really cool like pool patio or something. Yeah, yes. I'd be into that. Maybe he just naps with his eyes closed or up open. <laughs> open. Some people yeah. do, I guess. That's terrifying, so, but yes, terrifying. I like. I like, <laughs> like how napping rings. is napping is given a, a set period of hours, mm-hmm. like uh, a designated napping time of between nine a.m. and nine p.m. <laughs> are napping hours, because otherwise it's just sleep. Yeah, if you sleep. <laughs> if you sleep at eight thirty a.m., you're you're just sleeping. Don't worry. Yes. Yeah. Um, I. That's part of the reason that I brought you guys to this page. It's pretty great. <laughs> 
in many Western cultures, children and the elderly are expected to nap during the day mm. and provided with designated periods and locations to do so. Oh, I can't wait to get old. <laughs> so uh, do you guys remember when I don't know. Did we talk about this on this uh, podcast, but the uh, the napping where you only sleep like 20 minutes every day? Power nap. I think we might have. But yeah, I've 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 heard about it. I okay. I watched like a show on it. So uh, down at the bottom of this page, sy- systemic napping as a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to uh, read this. <clears throat> I just, well, it, basically they describe it. Polyphagic sleeping is what they call it. Entails avoiding long sleeps, instead taking regularly spaced short naps. Sarah Mednick, whose sleep research investigates the effects of napping, included a chapter called Extreme Napping in her book, I'm not kidding, Take a Nap! exclamation point and this is what she says in response to apparently people are saying like this is like early 1920 science where you basically said oh no if you do this you will become the most incredible person you know like this is the only thing that you need to become amazing uh this practice rests upon one important hypothesis that our biological rhythms are adaptable this means we can train our internal mechanisms not only to wake, not only when to sleep and to wake but also when to get hungry have energy for exercise, perform mental activities. Inferred in this hypothesis is that we have the power to regulate our mood and metabolism, core body temperature, endocrine and stress response, basically everything inside this container of flesh that we call home. Truly an Uberman feat. I just huh. like that she's considering all of those things adaptable. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, when I'm hungry, that's not a thing that I can just deal with. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Yeah. I'm really tempted to try. I was tempted to try this when I heard about it because I'm like, that would mess me up. Mm. But now that I work from home, it's kind of like, man, I could kind of get away with this possibly. (laughs) But then it would be like, I'd be up in like the middle of the night. You know, and it's like, that's really weird. Like, like thinking about Candace, like knowing that I was like up in the middle of like, like really strange. Like, Dude, oh, your yeah. cats would probably think you're amazing. Though. I just took my 20 minute. The, the thing is, I can't remember where I watched this. Maybe it was on Going Deep. I can't remember. Mm. They they had some, they had a girl who does this and she sleeps 20 minutes three times a day. Incredible. And she's like, but it has to be like on the hour. Like she'll be like, if I'm at like, like the other week I was on a, at a friend's birthday party and I basically just had to be like, Guys, you know, I'm just going to go in the guest room and hunker down for 20 minutes and be back. <laughs> like, she has to do it on schedule. Otherwise, she just gets destroyed. But at the same time, she just looked like a very sleepy girl. <laughs> like, as they were interviewing her, I'm like, I just don't think. This she's is like, totally oh, yeah, I working. feel great. Yeah, she's like, you know, it's it's great. I have so many more hours in the day. You know, this is, oh. you know, this is a, we, we have finite hours and we got to make the most of them. And I'm like. Yeah, that kind of sounds good, but at the same time, man, sleeping's pretty cool. <laughs> man, <laughs> sleep is weird, though, isn't it? Still weird that we don't really know like everything about it. Yes, like, why it happens, why we do it, why we just go lay down, become unconscious, and then have very strange uh, mental pictures. Do you guys like napping? Oh yeah, I don't do I, it often. I don't do it often either. I feel very. Not guilty, but I feel like it's like I could nap and I'd pre- that, f- that sounds good, but at the same time I could like go do something. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I could do anything else. Yeah, it's like uh, I'll just be more tired for tonight. Basically, the only time I ever nap is if I am on a vacation day. Oh uh, uh, yeah, 
because I will I will sometimes nap between like two and three o'clock, but like that's it. Like I if I nap any later than that, then it's then that throws off the rest of my day. I have to nap if I nap like I think around forty five minutes is like perfect that's, for me. That's the line. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll actually wake up refreshed from a forty five minute nap, but anything more or less is is like uh this isn't <laughs> worth it. Anything more than that is like the the sleep uh, that you wake up from when you're getting to grandma's house. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> your parents what? wake you up and you're like, Where oh, are my great. shoes? Yep. Yeah. I'll like rarely nap. And when I do and I wake up, I feel like junk. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, I'm still just really tired and like confused. <laughs> and then <laughs> you can try so, to go to bed that night and you're just like wide awake. And you're like, yeah, no. why? So. I am looking at things, and there is one link on here that I cannot pass up. What oh is it? Please uh, be the one. The same cultures, most working adults are not expected to sleep during the day, and napping on the job is widely considered unacceptable. There is a link to sleeping on the job. Yes. Amazing. It's not the one I picked, but I'm so glad you're, do- you're going there. Amazing. Dodgeball right. on the job. Dodgeball. <laughs> All right, Sky. Okay, I, I'm looking here. And I'm thinking dodgeball. It's a sport. Yeah. Kind of. Sort of. It's about gravity and stuff. I could go to NASA. <laughs> what? I mean, or, yes, of course. Uh, it says, <laughs> critics of polyphasic sleep dispute the notion that the human brain can simply be classically conditioned to tolerate a state of near constant wakefulness without delirious side effects. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to click classically conditioned. Oh my gosh, you guys. Go to classical conditioning. So because neither of you clicked it, I want to share the page that I originally got here on. Okay. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll sit on it for a minute. I'll, I'll come back to it because Tim might be oh, close man. still. Okay. So I love the image on this oh, page. Oh, this is so great. It is your classic like security guard in a chair napping. You couldn't have posed man. him better. I feel like this had to be posed. I don't think There's so, because like if you look at his face, like that is classic slack jaw. Yeah. If this guy is faking it, he's a pro at faking yeah. not doing his job. I've been on this page before. What? I don't know how or why, or why? but I've been on this page. I remember this man. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> why was I on this page before? Were you oh were you sleep wikiing? Links on this page. Some are red. What? <laughs> what have I done? Sky, are you on another podcast? Oh no! Are you secretly on another Wikipedia podcast? I don't know. I don't know why I was here. Maybe because when I was trying to figure out like a route for uh, one of the games I was making, I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, sorry. I like that you're yes, like a sleeper true. agent on the sleeper, on the sleeping <laughs> yeah, wall on really duty weird. <laughs> So, hey, sleeping on the job can get you fired. <laughs> totally. Do not do it, please. Um, in other types of work, though, such as firefighting and live-in caregiving, sleeping uh, for at least part of your shift <laughs> may be a part of the, the paid work time. Yeah, you just got to yes, wake course. back up. If, you're, if your job is 24 hours, yeah, part of it should include sleeping. <laughs> I really like that. All right. While some employees who sleep while on on duty in violation do so intentionally and hope not to get caught, others intend in good faith to stay awake and accidentally doze. I really like that good faith is linked here. Mm. Oh, good faith is. Yeah. Uh, Wiki slash good faith. 
some employees sleep, nap, or take a power nap only during their allotted break time at work. I oh. wish that was a thing. Um, <laughs> this may or may not be permitted. So, For example, um, airline pilots risk loss of their licenses. I really let's, hope... Let's talk about airline pilots that have slept oh, in their planes no. that oh, were in no. the air. Oh, no. February 2008. Pilots on a Go airline flight. What is, <laughs> there's an airline called Go. I'll click so. on you. Go. I'll click. You go ahead. Uh, pilots on this airline flight were suspended during an investigation when it was suspected they fell asleep mid-flight from Honolulu to Hilo, Hawaii, resulting in their overshooting the airport by 15 miles. What? Before turning around. So uh, Go is a is a Hawaiian airline who's. Uh, oh, which ceased operations in 2014. Its logo is literally that thing I just sent you. It's just go with an well, exclamation point. You fly go, you're only two letters away from gone. Mm. Ooh. Well, actually, they are gone, so. Yeah, going, going. Uh, March 1987, the Peach Bottom Nuclear Generating Station. Why would you call your nuclear plant Peach Bottom? Uh, it kind of <laughs> looks like a peach. Yeah. Uh, I was ordered kidding. shut down. <laughs> you know what peaches look like. Yep. Yes. Butts. We butts. know. <laughs> After four operators were found sleeping while on duty, that is classic Homer Simpson behavior right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, this is amazing though. Hold on. December tw- uh, 2009, the New York Post published a photo of a prison guard sleeping next to an inmate at Rikers Island. The photo was allegedly captured on the cell phone camera of another guard. Both guards were disciplined for the action, the sleeping guard for sleeping. And the guard who took the photo for violating a prison policy forbidding cell phones while on duty. So um, I suppose he was supposed to just like draw the other guard who was sleeping. Like, this is what I saw. Oh, geez. This is going to be tough because sleeping does not have a lot to do with dodgeball. No. Especially at at a business. I was I hoping there'd be some sort of some sort <laughs> dodgeball dodgeball league at work where the winners get to get to nap. If only that were a thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm gonna go to <laughs> casino. I, I would be a lot better at dodgeball if that were the case. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, nice job. All right, casino. Where's casino that? is linked uh, oh, under is. bus drivers who fell asleep on the job. Unfortunately. Oof. Ooh, yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go on to casino. Sky, tell us about classical conditioning. This is something I I, lo- I can't a wait to hear about. This. <laughs> Ivan Pavlov and one of his dogs. I don't know where it is because it's in Russia. Pavlov's the one who got dogs to spin around in a box, right? Or yeah, what? <laughs> but but you don't know if the dog's yeah. in there or not, right? I, I, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, Tim. Philosophy. I'm, I'm crossing no. d- dumb jokes. <laughs> For those who you might know, not know. No, Pavlov, like, classical conditioning is basically, yeah, I just guess I should it. just read it in these stupid terms, <laughs> refers to a learning procedure in which a biologically potent mm. stimulus, e.g. food, is paired with a previously neutral stimulus, e.g. a bell. It also refers to the learning process that results from the pairing through which the neural stimulus comes to elicit a response, e.g. Sal- mm-hmm. salvation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost said salvation. I mean, technically, it is if you're that, if you're hungry enough. Yeah. So I came here thinking like, okay, they'll talk about like sports. Like maybe maybe athletes do classical conditioning to like oh. up there. I was specifically thinking like 
I bet like runners do this. Oh yeah, to, like, yeah. priming uh, priming yourself for the run. Yes, priming. Yeah, like to get that completely down to like a science, you know, and to have it have it down or something. There is like actually that. a thing where you set yourself up up on the on the running block, uh, and it's the way that you press your foot up against the block that's supposed to prime your your instinct to run. But that's not uh, on here. Weird. I don't okay. think so. I can't find anything about any sports. It's just very. It's very much like the different Wonderful. ways you do this, the different oh. phenomena. You know, acquisition, eternal inhibition. This is exactly inhibition. the dry page that I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's no good. Um, in popular culture, uh, they talk about Brave New World. Oh yeah. They talk about a Clockwork yeah. Orange. Yeah, Elder Ender's Shadow, which I don't know. I mean, is that probably. Ender's game. <laughs> probably. Pavlovly. Um, but yeah, I think mm. there's not a lot here. There's phobia, which I'm thinking maybe like a phobia of balls would be a phobia a of balls. <laughs> Yeah, like getting a ball thrown yeah, at you. Yeah, that sure, a that's a thing I've heard of. <laughs> it's wasn't, absolutely... that, wasn't that one of the new James Bond movies? <laughs> a phobia of balls? Yes. Maybe. And there's also fear conditioning, which I that gets me personally very close to Oh my to gosh, dodgeball. yeah, and eye blink conditioning. That's... Yeah. Oh, eye blink conditioning. Yes, I, feel I think that's like... where I'm going to go. I was thinking fear conditioning, but I blink. Oh, right even next if to this it. isn't what I think it is, I think it'll be great. I can't wait to see this page. Yep. All right. I blink conditioning, EBC. That's <laughs> yes. where I'm at. All right. Now, Tim, casino. Casinos. So the term casino is confusing linguistic false friend for translators. What? False friend. What is that? I'll click. Go on. Words in two languages that look or sound similar but differ significantly in meaning. An example um, is the English embarrassed and the Spanish embarazada, which means pregnant. Or the word sensible, which means reasonable in English but sensitive. Oh, sensible in French, German, and Spanish. Yeah. So what language does casino come from? I'm going to say Italian. You are correct. Yay! It has its root in casa, house. Um... And originally oh. meant a small country villa, summer house, or social club. Yeah, so literally just small house. <laughs> yep. Uh, during the 19th century, the term came to include other public buildings where pleasurable activities took place. Ooh. Um, usually built on the grounds of a larger Italian villa or palazzo. Mm. And were used to host civic town functions, including dancing, gambling, music listening, and sports. <laughs> So nice. Um, so not all casinos are used for gambling, which is the hashtag for this page. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's some. Let's see. There are a couple that are just theaters, I guess. Mm -hmm. But that just makes them a theater. I. I. That's not a casino, is yeah. it? No. I well, I mean, not, not as we know it. I suppose a casino uh, as we know. In German and Spanish, in military and non-military usage, a casino, or a casino with a K, is an officer's mess. Oh, right. Like in the... Italian, the source language of the word, a casino is either a brothel, a mess, or a noisy environment. While a Ooh, gaming better. house is called a casino with an <laughs> O with an accent. Right. That is a false friend. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Trusted okay. you, casino. So I was really hoping that sports would have been... Yeah. Uh, mentioned here or linked in some capacity, but it has not. Oh, but I was also thinking of saloons. Oh, because you know sure where you're going, there could but... have been a saloon in Dodge City. Wow. Yeah. All right. 
It's a I'll stretch. I'm going to saloon. I'm going to go there with you if, <laughs> if that's where you're going. <laughs> okay. Nice. Well, Sky, <laughs> let's talk. This page is awful. <laughs> Ibling conditioning, or EBC, is a form of classical conditioning that has been used extensively to study neural structures and mechanisms that underlie okay. learning and memory. The procedure is relatively simple. <laughs> yeah, right. And usually consists of pairing an auditory or visual stimulus, the conditioned stimulus, or the CS, with an eye blink inciting unconditioned stimulus, the US, e.g., a mild puff of air to the cornea or a To or the a mild cornea? Shock. Who does that? <laughs> Naive organisms initially produce a reflexive, unconditioned uh, response. Excuse me. Naive organisms. I feel like that's judging. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, man, that's. I'm yeah, sorry. Exactly. If you get puffed in the cornea, that's not going to be fun. <laughs> right, exactly. I just, oh, I hate that. And they, the eye doctor, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm just they're, Yeah, they're puff. like, just hold on. It, it's not into, you know, it'll just be all right. Just like you expect it. Don't, don't blink, but I'm about to. <laughs> Puff your eye like, all up. Why don't but they don't count blink. it down okay. or something? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. that does not make me a naive organism. That makes me a living being. <laughs> There's nothing in here about sports. There's nothing in here about about reflexes. Oh, man, but I think I'm gonna have to come at this a different way because all all I ha- can click on here is like receptor agonist. Agonist musculium. That sounds terrible, whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah, the closest I would say anything is is unconditioned response, but that's it. What I'm going to go to is learning. I'm going to click on learning. (laughs) So I'm at wiki slash learning. Sky, I don't think... I don't... Okay, let's go learn. (laughs) Let's go... Okay, so saloon is one, and then learning. I know what your idea is. (laughs) I'm following it. I get it. Okay. All right. The Tim. Western Saloon. Okay. Is a kind of bar particular to the Old West. Saloons serve customers <laughs> such as fur trappers, cowboys, soldiers, lumberjacks, businessmen, lawmen, miners, gamblers, and outlaws. Amazing. First saloon was established at Brown's Hole, Wyoming. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not okay, Wyoming. <laughs> Don't they also have Jackson Hole? Why are so many holes in Wyoming and why does Wyoming feel the need to name them? (laughs) Or name them things like that. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to name this one, Jeff? Well, let's just name it Brown Hole. Nobody would live (laughs) here. No one would ever keep that name. You know, just put it on the map. There's only 10 people that live here. Yeah, let's put it on the map. (laughs) Okay, Let's see here. Uh, Let's move on from Brown's Hole in Wyoming. Saloons in America began to have a close association with breweries in the late or the early 1880s. Uh, With a growing overcapacity, breweries began to adopt the British Tidehouse system of control, where they owned Mm. saloons outright. Brewers purchased hundreds of storefronts, especially on highly desired corner locations, which they rented to prospective saloon keepers. So, like their own, like little, like McDonald's, but for beer. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's exactly what. Uh, Schlitz Brewing Company and a few others built elaborate saloons to attract oh customers boy. and advertise their beers. Elaborate but, saloons. Um, another this is the name way, of my hipster band. One way that uh, they tried to get people to saloons was a free lunch. You oh get no. a free lunch as long as you did something else at the saloon, like order a drink. So that's not a free lunch then. Well, no, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Wow. Uh, but they would hope that people would buy more than one drink because the cost of the lunch was more than the drink usually. 
I mean, we still do that. Mm-hmm. We still do that exact thing. Uh, entertainment. You could play poker, brag, three card, Monty, dice games, billiards, darts, bowling. Uh, you could watch Can Can Girls. And you could drink. You could get some rot gut. Yeah. To stretch their profits, saloon owners would cut good whiskey with mm-mm, turpentine, ammonia, gunpowder, or cayenne. Whoa, whoa. I feel like you would figure out at least the last two of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, you their would cu- think. <laughs> their custom product was called by names like Tanglefoot, Forty Rod, Tarantula Juice, Tau's Lightning, Red Eye, and Coffin Varnish. No. Other offerings included <laughs> cactus wine made from a mix of tequila and peyote tea. Why would you drink any of these? <laughs> a saloon might also be known as a watering trough, bug house, shebang, cantina, <laughs> grog shop, and gin mill. When somebody says the whole shebang, are they saying like, yeah, I'll give you like the whole, like the whole thing, like the whole yeah, saloon? Maybe. Why? Like I'll sell what? you the whole thing. What's maybe? going on where shebang they're naming? Shebang is not linked, so that makes me sad. Like these, the the places. What's happening in these places like Wyoming, where you're naming? All of these horrible things. I'm at the online etymology dictionary. These are terrible names, you guys. (laughs) Shebang is hut, shed, and shelter. Popularized among soldiers. Soldiers. Soldiers Soldiers. in the U.S. Civil War. But like other Civil War slang, such as skedaddle, of of uncertain origin. Really? Hunker. Uh, The whole shebang first recorded, was first recorded in 1869, but relation to the early use of the word is obscure. Mm. They don't know. Speaking of names, though, by the way, uh, in appearance under, I guess, general, I guess they're just saying like the general appearance of a saloon, uh, which the first sentence under appearance is a saloon's appearance varied from when it and where it grew, which makes it sound like a plant. So <laughs> I <laughs> like, do you just plant saloons? Did your <laughs> saloon grow toward the sun? <laughs> You have to keep turning it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they mentioned here that a pair of bat wing doors at the entrance was one of the most distinctive features of the typical saloon. The doors operated on a double action hinges and extended from chest to knee level. So bat wing doors and bat wing chaps, we've covered both of those in our in talks about things in the West. Both things sadly not used by Batman. I was about to say, like, come on. <laughs> Bruce Wayne should have his house filled with swinging doors. Yes. <laughs> and then and then when anyone would visit, you know, after you know, like long after he died mm-hmm. and someone realized he was Batman, you know, like someone else would be Oh mm-hmm. that's what oh my gosh, I, I got it. I find that's why he had all those doors. Okay. Seriously though, I never heard them called Batwing doors. I've never until heard this article. Them I was just referred to them as saloon doors. Yes, because that's what they are. So guess what? 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 There is a saloon called the Where Long Branch Dodge Saloon what? in Dodge City, Kansas. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm going to Dodge City, and you better not disappoint me, Kansas. Oh, man. You better have a ball. <laughs> yep. This is amazing. I absolutely did not see this happening. <laughs> okay. Out of okay. I, this is going a completely different way I was expecting. All right, Sky. Let's talk about learning, which is a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 scroll sp- uh, screen long page. Guess what? Do you know what a form what? Of, of learning is? Dodgeball? Play. 
Oh my god. Play generally generally describes behavior with no particular end in itself, but that improves performance in similar future situations. This is seen in a wide variety of vertebrates, including humans, but is mostly limited to mammals and birds. Cats are known to play with a ball of string when young that they just are born with, which gives them experience while catching prey. Besides inanimate objects, animals may play with other members of their own species or other animals. Wow, great writing. Such as orcas playing with seals they have caught. I don't think that's play. (laughs) Play involves a significant cost to animals, such as increased vulnerability to predators and the risk of injury and possibly infection. What? It also consumes energy, so there must be significant benefits associated with play for it to have evolved. This is, so, this is written so well. Play is generally seen in younger animals, suggesting a link with learning. However, it may also have other benefits not associated directly with learning. For example, improving physical fitness. I Physical feel, fitness is linked. I feel weird about all of this. Yeah, there are five types of play. Okay. Only five. Never any more or less. Sensory motor play, a.k.a. functional play, mm. which is repetition of activity. Role play which occurs from 3 to 15 years of age unless and you're every age after yeah a man baby who plays uh, dungeons and dragons <laughs> rule based play where authoritative prescribed codes of conduct are primary not mm. fun construction Never. play involves experimentation and building so like legos. legos yeah movement play aka physical play how is that only one of them <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you move to do all of these things. Uh, these five types of play are often intersecting. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, so I need a ruling. Uh, do you see play? It says main article play activity. Yeah. Can I click on that or should I not? I don't see a problem with it, Tim. Uh, I'll allow it. Okay. All right, sweet. I think play I'm going to do that. Is. Play activity. Play activity. Yep. I can't wait to see this page either. But oh, first... Man. Let's go to Dodge City, Kansas. Yep. Dodge oh, City, Tim. Kansas. I really hope this pan- I really, really want this to pan out for you. It, oh, it man. done disappointed me, guys. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. There's Dodge no, City, what have you done? There's no notable dodgeball in Dodge City, Kansas. No. Why? At least not on Wikipedia. But it has some fun nicknames. Does it's, it? It's the cowboy capital of the world. What? Wicked little city. What? Queen of the cow towns and the bibulous Babylon of the frontier. What? <laughs> what does the word bibulous mean? That's fine. Hold that on, out. I gotta see this. Where Where bibulous. is this under? Bibulous means excessively fond of drinking alcohol. Oh, also, right. bi- bibulous. Bibulous. Sure. Like imbibing. Yes, yes. It's a fun little town. I guess. Wow. That, wow, I would not have guessed any of this. Yep. Oh, Interesting. Tim. What? Hmm. All right. Yeah, they don't have any dodgeball in here. That's really surprising. There is a section on sports, but it's yep. basically about the Jayhawks because it's the home Kansas. of the Jayhawks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is also a, where is it? There's a Parks and Recreation page that has no links in it. Uh-oh. Um, it's got a private 18-hole golf course. Oh, Tim, you missed one. Hold on. What? Starting in the 1870s, violent episodes of early Dodge City history, particularly exploits of Wyatt Earp, attracted national media attention. Uh, news coverage of the 1883 Dodge City War 
fueled public perceptions of frontier turmoil and established Dodge City as, quote, the Sodom of the West, end quote. <laughs> There's always, everything is always the Sodom of something. It's never the Gomorrah. No, I you mean. You that? Oh my gosh! What? Uh, Dodge City was the setting of the long-running radio and television series Gunsmoke, blah, blah, blah. Radio series lasted from 15, 1952 to 1592 would be pretty impressive mm-hmm. to 1961. Uh, the show proved culturally influential and promoted the legend of Dodge City's Old West era. It served, I really don't believe this is true, but it served as the source of the idiom, get the hell out of Dodge, which means to leave a dangerous area that's cited. No, uh, I, I believe it. You, you, you think no one said that before? <laughs> Yeah, all of these nicknames that Dodge City has, and you don't think anyone <laughs> will nickname the place you get the hell out of. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the citation here is the Encyclopedia of the Great Plains by David J. Wishart, who is the editor, and it's basically copy pasted, like this entire article. <laughs> <laughs> um, it literally has the the yeah. Yeah, that's great. Dodge City has some newspapers. The Dodge City Daily Globe. The Ooh. Roman Catholic Diocese of Dodge City what? also publishes publishes the Southwest Kansas Catholic. Mm. And then there's a weekly trade journal called the High Plains Journal. Mm. Amazing. High Plains Journal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. You get- <laughs> Dodge City is a very interesting okay. place. It still uh, depends on its history for tourism. Mm. Um, is very proud of its history. <laughs> like One most of the places in the U.S. <laughs> it used to have, and the thing I'm going with, uh, for a time in 1884, Dodge City had a bullfighting ring. What? Where bullfighters would put on a show, especially chosen longhorn bulls. So, a bull <laughs> is almost a ball. Oh and gosh. you dodge a bull. <laughs> If you can dodge a Tim. ball, you can dodge a ball. No. I'm going no. to bullfighting. Let me help you. In the sports area, they have they they literally mention football multiple times. Well, you don't you don't dodge a football, Kyle. You catch it. It's the opposite. You want him to go the opposite of dodgeball is what you're saying. Yeah. They have multi, They have like the professional indoor football league. I mean, that's got to be close. But it's not exciting. Yeah, bull is one letter away from ball. I'm pretty sure that's not how Wikipedia works. Are you guys? Okay. So, in play activity, you have you have this image. And look at look at the description. <laughs> I would I would so let's 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 break this down for the people. There is a guy who looks like a lifeguard. I will yes. definitely be putting this one in the show notes. On. By the way, I never mentioned it, but I put the images we talk about in the show notes so you can go Please look at them. Please look at them. So all and, right, uh, so this dude has reflective uh, sunglasses that right. are like he's got it. Sta- he's, they're state trooper sunglasses. Yeah. There is he has his arm around a woman whose face, <laughs> whose entire head, yes. basically, is covered in some form of whipped cream yes. or shaving cream. 
Her yes. hands are up defensively <laughs> toward this guy, and he is just has this wide mouth grin and his thumb up. Oh, his thumb, in his thumb is also covered in this mysterious in substance. <laughs> and the caption is "People having fun." Twin. Lakes. I would like to revise this to "person <laughs> having fun." One person. <laughs> One person, <laughs> obviously not one of these people, is having fun. And I love, I love the URL the file that says July Fourth Traditions. Oh no! As in, as if this happens every year. I'm so sorry. Every lady. year, the girl wakes up on Fourth of July. Is like, not today, not like, this year. It's like not this year. It's not like, leaving the house this year. It's like a uh, a happier. Um, Oh man, it's like the lottery. Ver- exactly. That's what I was gonna say. A happier version of Shirley Jackson's lottery, <laughs> where you draw and the winner just gets creamed with oh, man. pies. So the rest of the caption, if you keep scrolling, Twin Lakes has their annual Pie a Park employee, where park guests vote to see their favorite park staff get all messy. That's literally in the caption. So good. Why? Okay, is it first? Is it their favorite park employee, or is it their least favorite? <laughs> That's a good question. Also, who wrote "get all messy"? That's not okay. It's get all messy. No, all not messy. okay. Play is often interpreted as frivolous, you guys. Yet the player <laughs> can be intently focused on their objective, primarily when play is structured and oriented, as in video games. Accordingly. Play can range from relaxed, free-spirited, and spontaneous through frivolous to planned or even compulsive. Play is not just a pastime activity. It has the potential to serve as an important tool in numerous aspects of daily life for adolescents, adults, and cognitively advanced non-human species. Specifically dolphins. Specifically primates. <clears throat> no. What it says no. here. But yeah. Well, yeah, sure. but they dolphins. have some pictures here uh, a little bit farther down of children playing in the surf. And then directly beside it, a picture of dolphins playing in the surf. Oh, we're, wow. We're basically the same thing, right? Two worlds. We're basically the same. Those dolphins are like, get me out of the east and get me out of the sea. <laughs> I we just evol- want to, I wanted some fish. <laughs> we evolved too much. Now we live in here, but we're smart. <laughs> we should have came to land. I have no blowhole, but I must scream. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that's the that's the episode title for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, so these children, this has such good images on this page. Oh my gosh, these kids that are clearly not enjoying playing in the sandbox. Yep. With the ty- with the caption, children playing in a sandbox. Oh man, this page is amazing. So good. I'm th- I'm looking here. There's not a lot. To- I mean, there's a ton to say about play. Apparently, so it's but- like the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's just like, yeah, play's cool. You yeah, know. I mean, you know how it goes. Yeah, of course. Whether you're a polar bear or a dog, you're in <laughs> you're into play. Apparently, basically. Um, I'm oh, looking that- here. Wow, I I like that they do actually say that specifically. Uh, play has been. Uh, has even been observed between different species that are natural enemies, such as a polar bear and a dog. How often do we think of those two things as natural enemies? I just want to... Anyone? Polar bears are everything's natural enemy. Well, True. yes, but I mean specifically they'll, a they'll dog. They'll mess anything up because they're, they're big. <laughs> All right, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> I can't... So, gym class is not on here. 
I'm amazed by that. There's no wow. class. Wow. There's, no, there's definitely no, no class. Physical. Mm. No. No PE. Wait, why is it? Why was it called PE? Physical, Physical education. education. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, there's hand-eye coordination. I saw that. That's a good one. Uh, but I feel like I'm closer else. right now to that. Oh, there's you know, soccer. Like, That's close. There are games here. There's card, oh, and playgrounds. Card games, board games. There's playgrounds. You don't really play on a playground, though, dude. I don't know. Fine. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you not define my my uh, approach to, do- to dodgeball. Thank you very much. If you throw a ball at somebody on a playground, you're just a mean person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a ball going, here. Sky? A dog plays with a ball. I mean, that's something. I could pl- I could <laughs> I could go to bears. <laughs> Sky, you're the bears? one who's closest. Please help. <laughs> I'm trying real hard. Are you Are um, you giving up on me, Kyle? I I'm not giving up. I'm just assuming that Sky's closer. <laughs> Where's playground? Is wait recess? Is there recess on? There's not even recess on. Oh this. Okay, I think I playground. I think I am gonna go to playground because maybe that can get me to recess. Okay, or to or to dodgeball because that's a game you play on a on a on a uh, playground. You don't though. <laughs> All right, Tim. I'm a little afraid of how this is gonna go, but let's so- talk about ball fighting. <laughs> The word dodge is mentioned here four times. Really? <laughs> None of them linked. Are they about Dodge City? Because you can't go back there. No, it's just it's about dodging bulls. Okay. Uh, there, there are balls on this page. Whoa, blood sports on here too. Yep. Um, one thing that has to deal with balls is the mm. toro embolado uh, in Spanish and bo embolat in Catalan uh, roughly means bull with balls. Yeah, it is a festive I mean, activity held at night and typical of many towns in Spain. No. Balls of flammable material are attached to oh. a bull's horns. The oh, balls are lit and the bull word. is set free in the streets at night. It's not set free. That's that's the opposite of setting it free. No. Participants dodge the bull when it comes close. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This activity is held in a number of Spanish towns during their local festivals. No. <clears throat> yep. We do we do Bad Not things great to things, bulls, guys. Wow. I mean, they do some bad things to us too, but we oh, kind of yeah. deserve Speaking it. Of which, um, there is a special type of surgeon in Spain and in other places where bullfighting is popular to treat specifically horn wounds. Yeah, good. Um, so talking about bands, this is very clever. Whoever wrote this deserves a cookie. <laughs> so uh in november 1567 a pope pius v issued a letter uh titled de salud gregis uh forbidding fighting of bulls and any other beasts as a voluntary risk to life endangered the soul of the combatants got it Wait, but that was abolished eight years later do you know what oh. do you know what a letter from the pope is called uh oh man i've heard this before it's like uh li- lingua oh dang no it's called no, a papal bull. Oh, that's right. Oh. You're gonna say like a pope it note. The pope. <laughs> the pope well, issued a papal bull to ban bullfighting. Now it now it should be called that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, All and right. it's called a papal bull because of the uh, the seal that was used was called a bullara or something like that, and not because of anything dealing with bulls. Um, Amazing. 
Yes. So right, Tim, there's so much about this. Uh, I think I might go to local festivals. Tim, basketball is on this page. Basketball <laughs> is not something you dodge. <laughs> you got uh, it's all me. <laughs> okay, do you guys want me to go to basketball? No, no, you can do whichever you want. It's fine. No, please God, no. I already, cl- I already clicked on, <laughs> I already clicked on local festivals, or according to this page, Fiesta Patronum. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, this is not just local festivals in general. No, it's a very specific. You found the Wikipedia page for one local festival, but we'll come back here. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Sky. We're at a playground. What about playgrounds? It's a place with a specific design to allow children to play there. I mean, what? It's not wrong. Yeah. The idea of the playground as a method of imbuing children with a sense of fair play and good manners originated in Germany, where playgrounds were erected in connection to schools. Oh, the first purpose-built public access playground was opened in a park in Manchester, England in 1859. Over time, organized playing areas have been adopted by other countries, and the world has become... And the world... (laughs) Has become commonplace, is what I was going to say. Hold on, hold on. 1859? Yeah. Like, b- Civil nobody, War era. We got to, we, yeah, yeah go we almost got to the Civil War before we were like, playground should be a thing. Playground should be a thing. There's rope bridges, man. There's seesaws at them. Here's a playground in Yonkers. Like, they're everywhere. <laughs> Children have devised many playground games and pastimes. But because playgrounds are usually subject to super, adult supervision and oversight, young children's st- street culture... What? Young what? Ch- young children's street culture often struggles to fully thrive there. I really want to click that. Children's street culture is 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 I want to click that so bad. What does that have to do with games? Wait, is that like is that like when kids like go out in the streets and cities and like play like hockey? It has to be. Mm. Oh, that's pretty sweet. They could play dodgeball there. They could and yeah. You're going to uh. click on it and it's going to be about gangs. <laughs> uh. Wait, research by Robin Moore concluded uh, concluded shown. Well, this is a typo. <laughs> Research by Ro- Robin Moore concluded shown that playgrounds mm-hmm. need to be balanced with marginal areas that, to adults, appear to be derelict or waste ground, but to children they are areas that they can claim for themselves. Ideally, a wooded area or field. Jeez. We're going to children's street culture. Thank if you. I have to backtrack. Great. No, it's worth it. It's worth it. All right, Tim. Let's talk about the Fiesta Patronal. Fiesta Patronal, or patronage festivals in English, are yearly celebrations held in countries influenced by Spanish culture, usually Great. dedicated to a saint or virgin, who is the patron of whichever city holds the fiesta. And I already checked, there is no patron saint of dodgeball. Oh, man, that's too bad. Yep. <laughs> usually town members adorn the towns, town streets with colorful decorations and other things. <clears throat> Just things. Okay. Um, I mean... There's amusement parks on here yeah. is linked. Yep, that's where I'm going. This is a very short article. <laughs> he, he read half of the page already. Yep. Amusement parks. All right. I wish there was Children's a patron Street saint Culture. dodgeball. That would be amazing. Oh Pleasure Gardens. Huh. Okay, we're coming back to that later. Yep. Children's <laughs> Street Culture. <laughs> Children's Street Culture refers to the, the cumulative culture created by young children. Collectively, this body of knowledge is passed down from one generation of urban children to the next and can also be passed between different groups of children, as in in the form of crazes, but also 
intergener- intergenerational mixing nice, nice. is most common in children between the ages of 7 and 12. It is strongest in urban working class industrial districts where children are traditionally free to play out in the streets for long periods without supervision. So yeah, sure. it's it's people it's kids playing out in yeah in the street. Uh, location and play materials: young children's street culture usually takes place on quiet back streets or sidewalks. Um, it can often incorporate many found and scavenged materials such as old car seats, tires, planks, bricks, etc. Okay. Sometimes found materials will be combined to create objects, like making guys for Guy Fox night. See Beck, nineteen eighty four. What? Uh, play will often incorporate. Or no, play will often incorporate crazes. Sometimes, oh, I, I didn't read this right, but whatever. No. Uh, incorporate crazes. Sometimes incorporating seasonal elements that are freely collected, such as conkers, snowballs, or sycamore seeds. <laughs> wow. Um, in the summer, children may use scavenged materials to create a temporary or semi-hidden den or hideout or HQ. Or uh, quote-unquote HQ. Yeah. An urban area that looks faceless or neglected to an adult may have deep spirit may have deep spirit of place meanings in ch- in children's street culture, like we were Dang. talking about in the other page. Yes, spirit of place is a Wikipedia page. Uh, there's nothing here that I can use. I'm gonna go no. back. Okay. I'm gonna hit up playground games. I think. Okay. Oh, All man. right. Go ahead. Playground games. All right. Amusement parks. Amusement parks, sometimes called fun fairs. Um are filled with entertainment attractions, rides, and other events. They evolve from European fairs and pleasure gardens. <laughs> what is a pleasure garden? Who calls them that? The, apparently in Middle Ages they did. Uh, pleasure gardens. One of the earliest gardens was the Valhall Gardens, founded in 1661 in London. Wow. Uh, by the late 18th century, the site had an admission fee for its many attractions. It regularly drew enormous crowds, with its paths being noted for romantic assignations. Tightrope walkers, hot air balloon ascents, concerts, and fireworks providing amusement. Wait, those are romantic in the sense of being for romance or romantic as like a romantic period? Like, no, it's it's paths were noted for romantic assignations. Like you would oh, take your you would take your your bay there. To to, to see snog. a tightrope walker? <laughs> no, to walk along the paths. You'd just no. be walking along the paths and oh, make it I'm out. Oh, I'm looking at this wrong. Okay, yeah. so I was reading that. That's a semicolon. I was reading that as a colon. Yeah. So <laughs> romantic assignations, including tightrope walkers, hot air balloon ascents, concerts, and actually that, except for the tightrope walking, that all works. So just to prove to you guys how close I am with this stuff, mm. uh, Dodgems is on here, but it's not linked. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Okay, well. So I'm going to click on the word recreation. Yay. Usually combined with <laughs> parks. What's happening? <laughs> Children have devised many playground games. <laughs> I'm going to click on playground games. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, crap. <laughs> What's wrong? It's a list of traditional play- children's games, oh, which no. I can't use. No, it's literally just a list of... Children's playground games. That stinks. Dodgeball is on the list. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, man. Don't look at this anymore, though, because I'm still going to get make something out of this. Okay. Okay, Tim. Recreation. Yep. An activity of leisure. Leisure being discretionary time. Are you going to make your way back to nap, Tim? Is that what you're doing here? Maybe. I love this sentence. Recreational activities are often done for enjoyment, amusement, or pleasure. And are considered to be quote unquote fun. 
by the humans who definitely wrote this page. By the humans. Oh my gosh, this definitely was written by aliens. Humans mm. spend their time in activities mm. of daily living, work, sleep, social duties, and leisure. The leisure. latter time being free from prior commitments to physiological or social needs. Leisure. A prerequisite of recreation. Sorry. Leisure is considered a human right under the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. <laughs> gosh, he's, he's not making that up. That's a literal thing on this page. Uh, I'm going to go down to organized recreation. The best form of recreation. Oh, uh, I'm going to click on YMCA. You know what? That's the closest we got. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and you tell me if it's a if it's a traditional children's game or a cocktail. <laughs> Ready? Oh my gosh. Um, the royal arrival. Cocktail. Yeah, it is cocktail. a cocktail. Oh man. Uh, ninja. Oh, that could go both ways. I cocktail. Uh, nope. Jill's what? Game. It, uh, that's definitely also a cocktail. Uh, old soldier. Game. Game. Yeah, okay. nice job. Pinching pennies. <laughs> a game. It's a game. game. Okay. Yep. Uh, the last word. Game. Uh, nope. That's drink. What? Uh, is it just the last thing you drink before you die? Is that what it? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, the pisco sour. That's I a really drink. hope that's a drink. <laughs> that is a drink. Uh, hanky panky. <laughs> oh no! Drink. That's a drink. Oh, oh good. Phew. <laughs> the monkey gland. Um, I, I hope that's a again, drink too. Hope that's a drink. Yeah. Uh, Queenie. Game. Game. That's a game. Wow. Uh, death in the afternoon. Game. Game. Nope, that's a drink. Uh, really? Wow. Green Russians. Um. Uh, drink. Game. That's a drink. Uh, oh, okay. Corpse Reviver number two. Gay. <laughs> okay. Drink, Game? drink, drink. It's a drink, you guys. I'm thinking like the most <laughs> like crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> game. Uh, nope, that is uh, a drink. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, Ghost in the Graveyard. That is game. a game. That is a game. Savory Corpse Reviver. Oh, yeah, drink. that's a drink. That's a drink. I want to know what these drinks are now. <laughs> Why are um, these drinks bringing people back from the dead? Yeah, and then there's Button Button. Who's got the button? I'm going to guess that's a game. That's a game. All right. What a fun time that was. So what do I have to do here? I think I have to go to games. I guess so. Wiki slash game? I guess that's where I'm going? Oh, oh no. Man. I feel like that's farther away than where we're going. Where, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm at game. Oh, look. A game is a structured form of play, which is linked. All right, Tim. What about the YMCA? The YMCA uh, engages in a model of muscular Christianity. What? Yep. That's what, what? it says. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's linked. Yep. You you guys go on. I got to check this out. And uh, of course, there's also YMCA of the USA, which you can sing a song about. Yes. YMCA of the USA. Oh, YMCA yeah, that's YMCA of the USA. In 1901, Henry Durant, or Dunant, sorry, co-founded the Geneva YMCA in 1852 and was one of the founders of the World Alliance of YMCAs. There is a network. He was awarded the first ever Nobel Peace Prize. 
for founding oh man this guy found a lot he also found the international <laughs> committee of the red cross <laughs> and inspired the geneva convention uh so yeah incredible that's a pretty peaceful dude incredible 1946 john r mott usa uh, was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for his long and fruitful labors in drawing together the peoples of many nations, many races, and many communions in a common bond of spirituality. Uh, okay. Yes, but do they play dodgeball there? They do not, at least not on this Wikipedia page. Are you page. kidding me? But uh, sports facility is linked, and that takes you to the page for Jim. Yeah. Oh, oh thank God. I'm rooting for okay. you now. <laughs> it's turned around on us. Okay. Game. Game. Slash game. Game. There are tools that you use to play games. Like so many miniatures, games. cards, a board and pieces, or a computer, or a ball. I'm clicking <gasps> on ball. Oh, man. Oh, man. This suddenly Takes came me to in... ball game. No. <laughs> it's a ball game, though. Or ball I, sports. I mean, yeah, that's better. The, oh, man, this is such a neck and neck race now. All right, Tim. Jim. Jim's is an open-air covered location for gymnastics, athletics, and gymnastic services. Gym- Whoa, what? It's not It's not linked. I don't know. <laughs> the word is derived from the ancient Greek gymnasium. I really want to know what a gymnastic service is now. Uh, I'm looking it up. See here, gymnasia, gymnasia apparatus, such as barbells, parallel bars, jumping board, running path, tennis balls, cricket field, fencing area, and so forth, are used as exercises. In ancient Greece, they, they did them naked. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep, they did. I'm on my wit's end. There's like, I'm sure there's, there's a shirt. Ancient Greece, we do it naked. Um, the YMCA, as mentioned on here again, was first organized in Boston in 1851, though the Boston Young Men's Christian Union claims to be America's first gym. Oh. So I, they I have know rumbles. That's... <laughs> on a weekly basis. Um, today, gymnasia, which I love as the, of course, that is the plural form of gymnasium. That is uh, uh, commonplace. That is Bjork's best album, by the way. Yep. They are in virtually all U.S. colleges and high schools, as well as almost all middle schools and elementary schools. These facilities are used for physical education, intramural oh, sports, oh! and school gatherings. <laughs> I am clicking on physical education. Oh, oh my man. gosh! All right, Sky, what do we got with ball game? Ball games. There's a bunch of different ball games. There's bat and ball games, such as baseball and cricket. Racket and ball games, such as tennis, squash, and badminton. Hand and ball striking games, such as various handball codes. Rebound handball. And foursquare. Oh. (laughs) There's also goal sports, non-racket, net sports, precision sports. We literally don't care about them right now. (laughs) So is dodgeball a type of handball? Or is it a... or does four square get me closer? I mean, I'd say now four I think square is a closer. That's really, yeah. Uh, I'm clicking on four square then, because because okay. four square is more of a, a it uses the ball. Game. I just need yes. to get to that like rubber ball. Like, hey, what's rubber ball? <laughs> that Tell dumb. me what a rubber rubber ball is. A ball made out of rubber that kids <laughs> use to play freaking dodgeball. That's what I need right now. <laughs> All right, Tim. Let's talk about PE. Physical education uh, was that thing I was always picked last in. Uh, all of us. Yeah. Yep. What year do you think the U.S. required by law to have physical education classes include both genders? Uh, 1962. No, it's going to be a lot later than that. I'm going to say 2000. Whoa, no. Uh, Sky was closer. Uh, Oh, really? 1975. Oh, wow. 
I apparently have no trust in our some high school. <laughs> it's, it's like you went to school in in those years before that. Didn't I you suppose have? you're right. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we could have been progressive. I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, I like uh, technologies that can be used in a physical education setting. Would include video projectors, GPS, and even gaming systems such as Connect, Wii Fit, and Dance Dance Revolution. I mean, project. True. Projectors can be used to show students things such as proper form or how to play certain games. GPS systems can be used to get students active in an outdoor setting and active Xer games. Which Xer is, games? And after that is clarification needed. Because which I would just put in notes, what the crap is an Xer game? <laughs> what are Xer games? Xer games. Okay, going back to the 1975 see. Act. From the U.S. House of Representatives voted to require school physical education classes include both genders. Some high school and some middle school PE classes are single sex, requiring individuals to participate in physical education activities such as dodgeball, flag football, <gasps> yes. and other competitive sports remains a controversial subject because of the social impact. These, ha- these have cases <laughs> physical education programs have been cut. Oh my gosh, Tim, Tim. Social impact and impact of ball to face. Dodgeball <laughs> is linked. Oh, nice Tim. job. Man, you really pulled. I, I thought I had it for <laughs> How sure. How did I get there? <laughs> I don't know. Foursquare is a game where you're, you have four squares and you throw a rubber ball. During. So. I'm so exasperated. <laughs> <laughs> Take your Hold time. On. There's a world championship of Foursquare? There is a world championship, but wait, we have to talk about the ball. Where oh, sure. Okay. Foursquare is played with a rubber playground ball. All not, words that not, we clicked tonight. <laughs> yep. Not underlined. Typically 8.5 inches in diameter and inflated to two pounds. However, a tennis ball, rubber ball, or volleyball can also be used. Wow. Yep. There's a world championship. It's crazy. That's Wait, all I want to say on. about this. In classic play, the ball must be struck once and carried for a single instant. Er, instruct for a single instant only. Carrying, catching, <laughs> or holding the ball is not allowed. What? What? what that was about? the whole point in ball uh, under the heading ball usage. What did you just say? It okay. According to this, carrying, catching, or holding the ball during play is not allowed. Right. What? Yeah. What are you playing? Like I always played that you could catch the ball and throw it. No. What? What do you you th- and then you like throw it down on? Oh, you're talking about dodgeball or four no square? four square? Like you throw it to the other person's square? Then what? That's crazy. You no, guys you are crazy. To, like, you have to like pat it. You, have to, <laughs> you like, guys are crazy. Under wow. underhand pat it. Okay. Like, just boop. So apparently, so, I would fail at the world championships. Is what you're saying? Apparently. Uh, <laughs> Schools, churches, and camps often change the size of the court, the type of the ball, or aspects of the rules to best suit the player's abilities. See? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kyle, you can just you can catch, catch it. it. Yeah, yeah oh, just man. catch the slow-moving ball <laughs> and then throw it at the square so you don't miss. <laughs> players, four. Setup time, 30 seconds. Skills required. Manual dexterity. Strategy. Social skills. <laughs> There aren't social skills required in... Okay, all right. Uh, all right, let's talk about dodgeball. Let's talk about dodgeball. This article is about the sport. For the film, see Dodgeball, a true underdog story, which is a page on Wikipedia, of course. Of course. For the location service, see Dodgeball Service. 
dodgeball redirects here for the video game see super dodgeball yeah so uh, just so you guys know that actually sky you got closer than you think you did because dodgeball the service is the precursor to foursquare the service what yeah oh. there was a there was an app called dodgeball that was owned by or created by the guys who eventually made foursquare <laughs> oh like foursquare foursquare yeah. yeah like the like the app yeah, I so, never put that together that the name of the game and the app are the same thing. Wow, we're blowing all kinds of minds tonight. Weird. All right. So it's a game in which players on two teams try to throw balls at the other while avoiding being hit themselves. I mean, do we really want to talk about dodgeball? I mean, there's a lot of... Really, the thing that you could go for is just the half... Uh, just to say that half of this page... Hmm. is in popular culture. My entire interest in this basically is saying that I think that dodgeball is actually more useful as a popular culture reference than it is as an actual game. Okay. I like uh, So there's a yeah, world record. What's that? The longest game of dodgeball was played on April 27th through 29th, 2012 at Castleton State College in Castleton, Vermont. Oh my gosh. The game lasted oh for gosh. 41 hours, 30 minutes, and 17 seconds. I, all right. In um, <laughs> if, Castleton? If Castleton sounds familiar to anyone out there, it's yes. also because the film Time Chasers. Thank you, Tim. Was, um, <laughs> the guy who created that went to Castleton and wears a shirt that says Castleton on it throughout the entire length of the movie. Amazing. Almost the movie. Uh, man. And, of course, they have the longest game because he time-traveled. Although, <laughs> although I would argue that the longest game of, game of dodgeball is any game of dodgeball that I played in. So, uh, uh, In the movie Chicken Little, during gym class, the little animals appear to be playing dodgeball. They appear to <laughs> so be playing minute. dodgeball? The little animals appear to be playing there's, dodgeball. There's variations of dodgeball. It's a separate page. Uh, Army dodgeball, bombardment, Dr. Dodgeball. Oh, I remember Dr. Dodgeball. Yeah, we played There's one called No way. Friends. There's Pokemon Dodgeball. What? Pokemon Dodgeball, recently conceived and inspired by Pokemon Go. Oh, the no. The game starts as every person for themselves. When a player is hit, they become the Pokemon of the thrower who is then referred to as a trainer. What? The Pokemon or Pokemons of the trainer assume tactical positions as dictated by the trainer. They no. operate as one team. If a trainer's Pokemon is struck, it faints and must wait 30 seconds to rejoin the field. It rejoins as a free agent with the ability to become a trainer or join another trainer's team. If the Disagree. trainer is hit, then all their Pokemon go to the trainer who has struck them. The trainer who was struck is dead. <laughs> Out no, of the no. game. <laughs> Whomever catches all the Pokemon wins the game. That actually Holy sounds badass. Uh, you <laughs> like do not have Pokemon enough badges to get me to do anything for you. <laughs> Don't get up, Susie. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. That took a really dark turn. <laughs> On the Indian subcontinent, a variation of the game is called Second Tandi. This okay. is slang used for slamming the hip. <laughs> Ooh, dang. Yeah. You want to play some slamming the hip? <laughs> uh, I'm uh, All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to stop this right now. Because mm. <laughs> we have been trying for this way too hard. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming along on this marathon with me. Uh, and, and a further celebration of the Olympics, I guess. So, all right. So here's the thing. I got there in five clicks. <laughs> nice. Good uh, job. 
So apparently on the page for NAP, the one that I wanted to click that I talked about at the very beginning that neither of you clicked was Power Nap. Okay. And I really thought that would appeal to one of you at least. Uh-huh. So from Power Nap, you go to Beanbag for like Beanbag Chair, but it also goes to Throwing Sports from which, to which Dodgeball. Good. Uh, the whole point behind tonight's thing, the whole reason I used this, this, this run is because I wanted to talk about power naps. Because... Well, that was... A, that, that's not feel, how this works, Kyle. I feel terrible. I feel terrible about this. But basically, yeah. Because we went out... Because Stephen and I went out to dinner with my parents a while ago. And my mom claims, really claimed, that Edison in, invented the power nap. Like... She, she claimed that she heard in an article, she read online, that Thomas Edison created the power nap. And um, of course, there's no, no, because of course he didn't, because people have been sleeping for short maybe periods. Maybe she misheard light bulb. <laughs> oh, no. Thomas Edison, power nap, or the great inventor on sleep and success. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. It's not here on Wikipedia, so uh, I am ignoring it entirely. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about. That was that was the whole point. Uh, oh, this is. They call him the inventor of the power of of like power nap and napping because he disrupted our internal clocks so much. What? And thanks oh. to that, thanks to Edison, sunset no longer meant the end of your social life. Instead, it made it mark the beginning of it. And all the artificial light in use around the world before Edison developed his light bulb amounted to the brightness of a match compared to the lights of Times Square. Saying like, yeah, now, now you got a nap because you stay up too late now. I and, and your mom took that to mean, oh, Edison invented the power nap. That Yeah, well, she said specifically because in the article or wherever she got this information that it was because he would uh, routinely not go to bed. Like he would work on his inventions all the time and he just would like lay down a mat somewhere in his lab and he was so dedicated to inventing things and or slash stealing ideas that he would just sleep in the lab all the time and okay. it would just he would just lay down for 20 minutes and then get back up and everyone was so amazed that he would be able to take these quick naps that he had eventually called power naps so yeah so if you like misunderstandings like this uh, you can listen to more of our episodes. <laughs> uh, you can find us on iTunes as we should know better. Uh, please leave us a, a review or, you know, give us a couple stars. Just uh, just a few stars. Any any amount of stars would be neat. Um, it would help us out a lot. You can find out more or you can find out more on our on our blog at wskbcast.blogspot.com. You can find us on Twitter at wskbcast or search for us on Facebook just by uh, looking up We Should Know Better. And uh, I think that's all of our things. Sure. So, mm-hmm. oh man, I, I, feel like, I feel like I do need a nap after this one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you guys for coming along with me. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go lay down for a little bit. All right. <laughs> see, see you guys later. <laughs> take care. Bye. Bye.
Okay, we're gonna go on to casino. Okay, classical <laughs> conditioning. That I got. That didn't. That got a really rough response. Like I, I really tried to sell that. Well, I was conf- <laughs> I, what? I guess I didn't get the no, reference. No, it was just like a very excited casino, and I thought I thought it would be like oh. You needed you needed okay. like a a sleazy trumpet fanfare behind you. Da 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 da. da. Casino. Yeah, <laughs> we're good at this. We should invest. <laughs> we've done we've done fifty six of these before. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying we're good at we're good at um presenting casinos. We're good at oh good oh PR. I see. I see. So we okay. should uh, we should open our own casino. Oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> Children's seat culture refers to the the cumulative culture created by young children. Collectively, this body of knowledge is passed down from one generation of urban children A to generation? the next. Generation? Sorry. Only if all of them are named John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>